that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck up and die. He's still alive, dude. I, I looked it up today, still, and like, I was like, "How how is he doing?" You know, because this movie came out what, like seven eight years ago? Th- yeah, I was thirteen, so it's uh, like, oh, so like you know, like ten years. Dude, and ten uh, years ago, I was like, "How old is he?" He's like ninety three or something. Yeah, and I dude, was like, mother- but I was like, he's eighty three in this movie. He looks pretty this, good, man, dude. No, I was gonna say like sixty five, seventy times t- today. Like right now, unless he is in a hospital dead, he is he is out doing that. Like, have you did you look into his like? Uh, oh man, I forgot the word for it. He don't even know. It's like his psychomagica. Oh, a little I think bit. It's called psycho. I want to. Apparently, there's Dude. like another documentary that his son is involved he, with. That I want. I'm like, made, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. He made he made a documentary in like right, 2019. All right, all right. This is okay. this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge Podcast. What's up? Uh, what's What's up? What's up, dude? What's up? What's up? You um, ready to get, dude? I feel, I feel I'm exactly up. like I H.R. Read Geiger looks then. like, dude. Oh, I gotta, I gotta read that comic, dude. <laughs> dude. Uh, yes, <laughs> dude. It's real H.R. Geiger vibes for sure. Is yeah. he still alive? Dude. He's not, right? Didn't he die? He can't be. Oh, he did. He yeah, did he die. Did I die. remember him dying. I remember, I remember Fear. hearing about that. Yeah. Years in, back. Oh wow, he died like in 2014. So I feel really bad. <laughs> Making fun of him, but it's he, dude. It's this been movie, long he enough. Looked, He's cold he in the grave. Rough. He looked rough, dude. But uh, he, he looked like he looked like a sandworm that was trapped in a human suit. Dude. Uh, I know, and I'm, I love, I feel I love bad. Him, though, so I no. do too. I feel bad because it's like, again, Alejandro is like 85 in that. And he, dude, and he and looks he, so good. He looks virile. Looks like he's about a father and another child. <laughs> yeah, dude, tell me about it. It looks like it's like I swear to God, he made he made some like pack to be like every ten years I make a movie for the rest of my life, and like and they're just like he keeps making them. He's gonna be like forty movies deep, dude. Anyway, he's gonna he's gonna be so old. But and for the uninitiated, oh. I mean, you click the link, you you know what this is about, and you're wondering what the fuck we're talking well, about. You hope, yeah, you you're we, gonna find out what it's about. <laughs> so yeah, you, whether you like it or not. Uh, so. This is documentary month. This is the end of documentary month, and I'm I love documentaries. I really like them, but I'm glad that it's that it's over. <laughs> I know. I know. I kind of I I love these, but it's like after every documentary, I'm kind of like I don't really have much to talk about. It's like get, I mean, it's like because it's like I just want to get either more his, like historical yeah. and more like deep dive into the, like the person, or I'm like okay, we'll, we'll see. Well, <laughs> I don't really have much story to chew well, on. But the, it's the thing is too. It's this like one is we're a uh, yeah, this one's a little different, but we are more like. This is not like uh, documentaries are so like about an event usually or about something or a person's life very flushed out. And this podcast, like we're not like a huge like, oh, let me study this and come at you with information. We're more of like a first impressions. Like I literally just finished it this morning. We're more like a first impressions type for the film club type of thing. So uh, documentaries make that harder. But I I like I just feel like there's so many I wanted to watch that I still haven't watched. So. I'm glad because I added a lot to my list. But anyway, so the one we did watch that we ended it with was Hordorowski's Dune. 
documentary, uh, which is not the movie Dune. It's the could have been a version of Dune. Oh, my God. Dude, I remember seeing this. This this was your first time seeing this, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What were your first impressions? Uh, So I knew going in, I'd been suggested it by you and our good friend David. We, because we all kind of got into Hordorowski around the same time. Uh, you know, like 10 years ago well, or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, I, I was the one that showed you, were, you guys you, were, you, you showed so me El Topo. I want to take that credit. You did. Even though, you even did. though it's like, yeah I, yeah, I can't even remember how, I, I don't know if it was like a library find that I just like, I don't know how I came across it myself, but I remember watching El Topo being like, what in the fuck? Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> Madness. Yeah. Uh, I really like El Topo. And then now I really like Dune. I have read the book, the first one, and... Dude, I've, perfect timing, right? Perfect timing because like, Dune, it's everywhere again now. I guess apparently yeah. it's always been in our s- collective subconscious, so who the fuck knows? Dune just lives inside of us because uh, <laughs> yeah, it never ends. Spice. We are Dune. But, uh, you know, I love David Lynch's Dune, and I love Villeneuve's Dune. So watching this, I was like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to watch this, and so I was ready. I honestly think I was a little double-edged sword because it was like i think i was a little underwhelmed with the documentary itself oh sure but it's like the content i uh i did i was really excited until i wasn't i was like it's going up and up and up and i was like every crazy thing after every crazy thing but then i got to a point where i'm just like ah i don't know if i can just buy i can't buy this almost like it seems like almost too fantastical like (laughs) oh some of his stories that i'm just like that didn't happen like I don't think that happened. <laughs> oh, dude, no, that's I'm I'm actually quite quite the opposite. I think that like I think it was a crazy fucking time. It was a really small creative circle yeah. back in the 70s yeah. that was just like there were it was all these people doing things and like everyone was kind of like the the stories that we would tell, he definitely like embellished. He would definitely uh, yeah. like he would he would and and like he has a fond memory and dude, Hordorowski's like just he's pure positivity. And so it's like I'm I'm in I'm in Psycho Magica now, so it's like I've totally been <laughs> I've totally been, been learned. I've been curing myself with art, but uh, he like he just he speaks with such a passion, and I like I believe all his sincerity, but like I know what you mean. Where it's like it's almost like this. The every time I've watched this documentary, which I think this is my second time only, but the first time I watched it, I was just like, the, it's so it, like so much of it was perfect, and then I was left with that like, well, why did it fail? And then, and then it like, and then watching it this time again, I'm still kind of left with the same, like the same, like deflation of like, of like it was there. And like, I I understand, like he didn't want to compromise, but he, he was kind of like, of course he's made compromises in in the past for film. And like this movie seemed like a movie where they're like, they're like, they needed 15 million. They only got like 10 million. And I was kind of like, I'm like, well, dude, he could have made this for 10. It's like looking at Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain looks beautiful. And it's like I don't know, you know. I'm just I like, don't know. We'll we'll get into it a little that's bit more. I, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't think they could ever have made this movie for fifteen million dollars. Like, there's no, no fucking way in my mind. Right. Even it's even like seventies, fifteen man. million. Like, the right. way they're saying, unless they, because that's the thing. It's like they're. The, yeah. I don't feel like the stars. I do feel like a lot of the big names, the stars did align. But like one example for yeah. me that they kind of glossed over real quick, but he was like kind of in the. Like uh, or Mick the Bart with Mick Jagger, and he's like, and the seas parted basically, and Mick Jagger walked oh, to yeah. me out of the crowd, and I was just said one thing to him. I said, "Be in my movie," and then Mick Jagger's like, "Yes." Like yeah. he probably yeah. never even met Mick Jagger. Like he's just like Mick Jagger is I, is in talks to be yeah. the lead. And I know that's right, it. Right, right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like sure. they, they want to cast Mick Jagger, and that's as and they could have they could have met at a party, and it probably was it's it's someone's more like this. agent was like, "Yo, he, you want to be in Dune by that Horowski guy?" No. He's like, "Sure, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> right." Like, no, like some yeah, some agent or assistant was like, "Oh, this this is Horowski. He makes some he makes some really big idea pictures." And Mick Jagger went, "Oh, cool, I like big ideas." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's it, you know, I, and that's like that was the that's the end of the conversation. It's really loud, and they did that, and then they probably all. Yeah. Got intoxicated. I don't, don't want to like. Uh, but, yeah, I don't want I do think a lot of really amazing things happened, so I don't want to downplay the really, the really. Well, there's too, the, the there's cool too many alignment, people. Yeah, but there's I do too many, think like, that like, some of it is a little bit uh, too good to be true. But obviously, that's part of the reason yeah. why I failed is because it was just too big, too inflated, too big for its own good. Uh, well, I think, but I know. yeah, let's I take know, a breath. Yeah, like... Take a breath. <laughs> take a breath. Let's both just. 
Okay. Yeah. Is it your week to tell the synopsis? I no, I'm pretty sure it's yours. Is it? I think so. What did we watch last week? What did we do last week? We did (laughs) no searching for Sugarman. Didn't I do that one? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Oh man, we're so bad at this. No, Uh, I think you're right because I think I had to do Enron. No, yeah. you did. I'll just do it. I'll just do it anyway. So, or no, maybe you did, Sugar Man. I think because I'm like this one. This one is, anyways. Go for it. This is like Hordorowski Dune. Is kind for of just those a sentence, who not but... know, yeah, it's just uh, the basic setup. There's, as you hopefully know, there's this book called Dune, written by Frank Herbert. It's like a sci-fi epic from like the '60s, and this guy Alejandro Hordorowski is this avant-garde Chilean filmmaker that was kind of rose to fame for being like eccentric and like a pretty good filmmaker in like the late 60s, early 70s, primarily the 70s, especially like cultish art house films. He sort of got it in his head, and I don't know if he actually got the rights exactly, but he got in his, he's adapting Dune. They, they, and did, they got the was- rights to adapt Dune into a movie his way, and he's very much a psychedelic type filmmaker. So this documentary is just about him and the journey, the couple years journey of them, basically all the pre-production coming together of the what came up to, because they basically made this movie on paper. They did. They He has the whole book that's the whole thing storyboarded out, all the art design and everything. Uh, and so it's like they did so much work on this movie and it would have been epic because of a lot of nowadays huge, huge names were involved potentially in what could have been. And so it's kind of like the the greatest story that never was, you know what I mean, type of thing. It's, um, We'll name drop as we go, but it's just like, uh, you know, it ended up falling apart in the end, unfortunately. It just got a little bit too big for his britches, and there's talk about, like, the studio maybe would have been more involved, but they didn't really trust because at that time, uh, you know, Hordorowski has only done these really weird movies, and, they kind of just thought he was a little bit too much and maybe they would have given it to a different director. So that's why eventually the project kind of ended up in David Lynch's hands as a totally different thing by that point, but the rights to make the movie. But uh, yeah, ended up falling apart, I think, partially because of money. And But yeah, because it's just so ambitious, but it's amazing how close it came to being made for how ambitious it was because it's like they made it on paper and it's like they were just steps away it's like yo this is gonna happen and it's cool to think what if it's a very big what if because it also just has so much influence on sci-fi and film as is uh even though i think they kind of buffed that part up a little bit too but well dude no that's so okay this is where i'm just gonna put i'm gonna put my like i'm gonna give my like uh my interpretation and then the the thing that like really backs it up at least like i watched uh, i'll post it on the i'll post it on our our subreddit but i watched like a there's like a extra behind the scenes type of deal for the documentary where it's like unused footage and they talk a little bit more about so it's like so hodorowski he is he is pure spirit pure he's he's pure art form and he in this documentary you hear him time and time again say that like Art comes from inside. You you use art from anywhere around you. And he's like, he he says money doesn't matter. And so he definitely was like kind of careless. No, he definitely about, thinks that, like, you know, and I agree he, that it's, uh, you know, he thinks that art and filmmaking I, is like the ultimate goal is to change people and to like have this emotional right. resonance. And it, and it has that power, it clearly. Does. Like, but in like, this society, it's like, you know, it's a product also. <sighs> So right, there's he, a business behind that's it. That's what they kind of were saying. It's like they needed someone to just – he needed a partner well, to rein him in a little bit. Because but can you imagine if this movie oh, actually dude. got made? Can you imagine the egos on that set? There's no way, dude. There's no, no way. But that's, <laughs> no, but that's where it is. There isn't – like, I mean, I, yeah, you're saying like egos, but I I truly believe that Hodorowski doesn't have ego. I think he's I think he's almost kind of the inverse where it's like he would he would be like – he would probably be upset because he'd be like, What's well, my art? I'm gonna do it this way, and I guess that that is that it like qualifies as ego, I guess. Essentially, well, it's his but it's vision, more just like which it's more like is his vision, correct? And he's but... just like, 
But it, it's what's wild is it's like, like Salvador Dali come... and Orson Welles and him on set. I just I'm trying <laughs> I to imagine well, the no. three of them. Like, <laughs> dude, I've got, a, I've got, a and Dan O'Bannon just in the background pulling his hair a out. Beautiful, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a beautiful story. Well, Dan O'Bannon would just be like in one small room, like building things and just writing. But well, this... anyways. Yeah, <laughs> that's what dude. This movie, God, we we said we'd name drop throughout, but it's like we just want to. Well, like the, that was the cool the part is it kept dropping like yes. as it went. I was like, and, oh cool, and Dan O'Bannon. I love Dan O'Bannon. Then I was like, see, dude, oh cool, HR movie. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they made this movie like like oh the Pink appropriate Floyd's way to do make the soundtrack. It. Cool. Like, <laughs> I know, right? But see, I think I think this like this documentary didn't really get in a nitty gritty at all. So like as a documentary goes, this documentary was. There, I don't know. I almost like it was kind of nothing. It was just like barely, barely scrapped together interviews, and so it's just kind of like the it, you know it, it didn't even need. It could have literally just been Hodorowsky's interview telling then, the whole then story. Michael, but... yes, like the the producer because there's that. I don't know how to say his name. He's the French. He's the French producer yeah. that was like his like his backer. His like really his like his you know his uh his like cheerleader the whole time who was like right. who really gave him the motivation and, and came to go. And, and then he, came together with him came, after the documentary to make their other yeah. movie which i thought was that was nice that was really nice and like and like dude if you in the bonus footage there's like they haven't they haven't seen each other for like 30 years and they meet yeah. and it's like it's really it's really sweet to see them i want to see that again there is there is yeah those i'll, kind I'll of post moments it that are nice yeah i'll post it on there but they get together and they talk about how like you know they love making art but uh Okay, I'm getting I'm getting a little lost in the weeds because it's all the all the name drops and everything that all makes that all like to me that works because how it how it works is like movies. Sometimes we forget that it's like they would just get like Orson Welles would only be on set for a weekend. You know, that at least no, that, that was their schedule. Those I fully that was their get. schedule. Those you know are, what I mean? But dude, Salvador Dali, the reason he he totally he was already like he was already he would uh, be like the perfect risk. he would be the perfect emperor dude like, oh I don't dude, know he'd be so no no that's the thing this this like on paper it's great this casting is, this is, is the greatest great. this is the greatest movie ever made I know it's just man. sad that like it just said like it it didn't get made but I mean it, it really does live like watching like the anim the animatics and whatnot you yeah, know like the good. storyboards and stuff the storyboard it's so detailed because he really got that like Whatever that guy is, Moss or something, or whatever the hell is it? Like Mobius uh, or something. Mobius, Mobius, yeah. yeah. Uh, like he got him to like come artist. do the, which which didn't he help work on his actual? Yeah, they uh, the, he did the, the art for the for the comic the that in, he ended up doing. The Incal, yeah. I think is what it's called. Yeah, I N C A L. Uh -huh. But uh, anyways, that's I want to get. I'm getting that comic because it's it, it looks is, rad. It's this. Yeah. It's just this done in you know finally done in comic. But anyways, my God. Salvador Dali, <laughs> he he was he agreed to be in the picture. Everybody agreed, and everyone was like slated to do it. But Salvador Dali said the only way he would do it is if he got paid a hundred thousand dollars an hour. And so they they wrote it to where he would be in it, and they'd only need him for one hour. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what he was saying that's in like, the doc. Is he said yeah. how many? How many? What's the final? Because he said a hundred thousand dollars a minute, but yeah. only for the oh, final. That's what it oh, was. Because that's even more oh. egregious. That's even yeah, but it was like for the final footage because the producer was like, "How do we pay him?" Because he's like, "I want to be the most paid actor ever." Actor. And, and so he goes, it. he goes to Hordorowski. He's like, "How how long do you think he's gonna be in this?" Like and he's like, "I don't know, five minutes, probably less." And so they're like, "Okay, we'll pay him a hundred thousand dollars per minute of the final cut," and that just soothed his ego enough. Like he's like, "Yes, I'm the hundred thousand dollars per minute actor because I'm so yeah sought after," uh, which was just it's hilarious. I don't know, it's perfect know. though. But <laughs> Yeah, he, I'm just yeah, trying to imagine him and Orson Welles, and then just Alejandro just trying Dude. to tell them what to do, and he's like, "I don't want to do it this way." Or Orson Welles, though, is perfect. Casting. Can you imagine Holy Orson Welles, crap. like old fat Orson Welles, like 70s, too drunk <laughs> in the wine commercial? Orson Welles <laughs> uh, being like, "Yes, that's so uh, good." On on set as like Baron Harkonnen, and the way they had him dressed Dude. up in like the very like that, the that Victorian, beautiful, like Victorian style with wigs all those and the HR guy too. So cool. <laughs> yeah. All those jewels, dude. Holy shit. That's so good. No, I'm all about, I like my Alexander oh. Skarsgård in the new Dune, but I would definitely prefer, I want Orson Welles with the, yeah. with the big powdered wig and the HR well, guy. And they would, in the, they would in the literally, castle. they'd have to get, they'd have to get fucking like, they'd have to get uh anti-gravity technology just to <laughs> lift Orson Welles up off the ground. Well, Holy crap. What's so crazy too, it's just like, I knew this movie was just like, of course this movie's never going to be fucking made. He told Orson Welles that he would, at the restaurant he ran into him, if this is true, 
uh, that he <laughs> would. Dude, just just I bend your suspension of disbelief. Just I do. All of it, I, I felt like half true. of it, half the shit well, coming out of his mouth was just like, okay, bud. <laughs> no, but I feel like I feel like it was all I, true. I believe it one. just was the, embellished. The specifics. Embellished. I think sure. that he probably sure. got Orson Welles on board. But I mean, if you he, met but he probably Welles, you would didn't. be like, remember that time I met Orson Welles and you would tell a fantastic story. <laughs> it's probably yeah, he probably didn't bum rush Orson Welles at his favorite restaurant and be like, yeah, and promise if you, to if you come be in my movie, I'll make yeah. this the chef of this restaurant cater the set and you'll be eating there every day and he's just like, "By God, Alejandro, I'm in." You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like but I don't But I do what I do believe and uh, it doesn't matter because it's the myth, man. I don't care if it's true or not, but I, I believe that like he, so, uh, Hodorowsky's, I believe his fame did get kicked off after El Topo. And then cause El Topo, then he got the funding and he did Holy Mountain. And I do believe that like, People were like, holy shit, this guy's like got something. Like he cause he really does. If it you is. watch his movies, yeah. they're so sincere. They don't feel goofy or they're, awkward at they all. They are they're impactful now, they're, but I'm I can only imagine how impactful oh, they'd be in the they early seventies counterculture. Like I can't dude, even imagine. Totally. And that's like, the thing. I, right place, I know, right time, lightning in a bottle type shit. Like Oh yeah. I know exactly. Like because when he said he's like, I hung out at the factory, it's like I know he was in that scene. Shit oh, for of his sure. was getting circulated. And it's like, yeah, and because he's been he's been in like well, how he's been in like goes, the avant garde like... entertainment scene for years, you know, yeah. since the fifties. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, well, like all the big you always hear about like all the big artists of the twentieth century, like oh they have all these paths that crossed and like Andy Warhol and blah 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 and like everyone's doing all this stuff and it's like well yeah, that's kind of how it works in these circles like pre especially right. pre internet you know what I mean? Uh, it's no. like everything else is contained and obviously this is like. North American style, um, but so you know, I, I I I buy most of it. I do buy most of it, and but but sure. that's the thing. That's the thing about this movie, the documentary and the story specifically. It's like Horowski's such a charismatic uh, personality that it's like I don't really care if what he said is hundred percent fact. I'm not gonna make him fucking swear on a Bible or something. Like it <laughs> it, it lands to the mythos of a movie of this movie that. Uh, was like larger than life. It's like, yeah, maybe some of it was a puffed up or embellished, but who cares? Uh, and I, was, I want oh that. My God. I want that book, bud. <laughs> That's all I, I want. That book, bud. Did you? It's like hear, it's like twenty hours of storyboards. Did you hear? So, uh, for you listeners in the movie, there he has this massive, massive book. It's like it's like a foot and a half across, and it's like a foot tall. <laughs> it's huge. It's all the storyboards, all the concept design, the script, everything. It's like, and I guess he made a bunch of them to bring to the he studios like, that was he like made his 20 co- he made 20 copies yeah that was his pitch book and it looks beautiful uh-huh. and but apparently i think it was last year or the year before um a bunch of those like wall street bets like stonk bros that like got oh, rich really? off all the games some, some of those apes they bought one at auction for three million dollars and they they thought that gave them the rights so they went to go try and make it uh, but they don't own the rights to Frank Herbert's Dune because <laughs> oh, they didn't understand dude. how the rights work. And so they bought the book, Hordorowski's book, one of his books, for three million bucks. And oh. they're like, cool, we're going to make Dune now. And everyone's like, that's not how this works. And so they're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Well, I guess, I guess that's – ooh, that's wild. I wonder if you could – so that's like – I was actually curious about this because he talks about this this like concept in this book being like – he shopped it around to Hollywood a lot. And then in that, in the, like the next 20 years, the next, you know, 15 years, there were a whole bunch of movies that came out that were just, that had like, I guarantee you someone was flipping through that book and was like, this is fucking insane, but there's a lot of good stuff in here. Yeah. And I guarantee you they had other people, they pitched other things and then they gave it to like actual, like, you know, what is that? Like contract directors and just like other you know, like working directors. That's like they just were like, oh, "Here's a wild idea. They do this." You can you know? see like, how it influenced a lot, they, but because they show a lot of the things that it influenced through this documentary, and I'm like, I'm like, that's so it's so cool because that's kind of how I mean that is like that's how Hollywood works, and it's kind of it kind of sucks, but it's also like wild to see like, all right, these and you know some of these like ideas exist in the in the same timeline. They're just like different ideas, but I I bet you this book kicked off a lot. I agree. Of what we saw, like I, I feel, I feel like that is all like that's not coincidence because it's like no. because a lot of those guys, like Geiger and Dan O'Bannon and shit, they were like they worked closely directly with him, and then they were they went and made their own movie that's very in that same universe. Ex- that same exactly. Thing. Like uh, so, like that was another thing about the ending. Like I felt like a couple of those scenes were reaching a little bit. 
Sure, me too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there is no denying there's the direct influence of that came from working on this movie. But uh, regardless, it's like, I think it's like, I think people, a lot of people saw those images, but these people were so famous in their industry and some of them have yet to do their best shit and what they're most known for. And so it's just like they kind of came together and had those same ideas spill out into the rest of the industry, like Dan O'Bannon and even H.R. Geiger. Like, he was pretty popular, but these days people know him as the guy, the alien guy that designed all the shit in Alien. And it's like, but Alien would have never fucking happened if it wasn't for this because Dan no, O'Bannon, really, that's the big one, I think. Right. <laughs> like, no, that that's like, that's the literal, like, so I'm like, that's like the big, like, that's like the glaring one that you're like, oh, of course, that just makes sense. Those two hand in hand. And now they're like, they're going to, they're going to go make something together I know. and whatever, you know, and he's going to be, yeah. That's, that's nice. Like, yeah. yeah. I really, I really yeah. enjoyed that. Um, I cheered in my seat though, when uh, he said he went and saw, he was looking for someone to do the special effects. And then he told that one guy to get fucked. And, Dude, then, the, and, then, and then he went and saw Dark Star and I was like, yeah, Dark yeah. Star. Yeah. And same. he's like, this is it. This is the guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. Dark Star rules. Go, go listen so to that good. episode. We did a Dark Star episode. Yeah, we did a Dark Forever Star episode. Forever ago. We, we did an alien episode. Did we do an alien episode? Or I did we don't just watch know it? if we, we, we oh, it's part of our I, Horror-tober. It's in our, it's part of a Horror-tober. Never mind. Yeah. But, but anyways, go um, listen to the Horror-tober episodes from last year. Aliens in there. <laughs> yeah, but the but the one thing that I was kind of like, I I I get it. I'm 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 just like, I love I love film. You know that. There's a lot. Everybody of fun. out there, yeah. you know that film's great. We but the fact we think that it's he all like, right. I I that's where like egos clashed is when he went to meet with the the you know special effects. I guess I don't even know really what you call it. I guess special effects, but the guy who did 2001. Right. And I'm like watching. They're like they're showing 2001: Space Odyssey, and I'm like. This is this is so good. Dark Star, Dark Star is beautiful and it has a for special budget, place in my heart. For the budget too, yeah. Like and it, for the budget, it does really good about, with the budget, but uh, everything about Dark Star, I'm like, it's got that beautiful. But 2001, 2001 Space Odyssey is I'm from like, another dimension. I'm like, like, that is 2001 Space Odyssey looks better than any special effect that exists today. Yeah, dude. not I'm not I'm not even like, and that's I don't know. I mean, it's sure, a little bit hyperbole, but like. <laughs> I, only dude, a little bit. Barely. Only a little barely, bit. Yeah, because it really does look it, better than it, most. It legitimately, it's because like half of it is like a real thing. Yeah. And then it's like how it's, that it shot, it shot so well. And I'm like, I'm like, it just like, if you go look at 2001. I'm pissed. There's shots we... in there that look like they were shot in this space? year. This, it's like, yeah. Or <laughs> like, yeah, literally sure, in like space. NASA like, footage? It, yeah, dude. Oh my God. Are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed that but, when we did back when we did Kubrick month a couple years ago and we did all Kubrick, we didn't watch 2001. Didn't watch 2000. Dude. I, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I Me I need to, oh. but, it, but it's a uh, it's a it's a that's a project. <laughs> Just sit down a, and watch 2001. That's a thing. It really is. Yeah, uh, it's a, but it's hefty. But this well, movie, this Dune, it's uh it's this a, this Dune <laughs> would have been so sick. But I know I know for a fact that like because the one the one thing that made me I uh. I, the first time I saw this, I laughed, and then this time I laughed and I almost cried because the suit that they cut to, the prototype suit, is so bad. <laughs> so it's so it's so the, like, like gimp suit, BDS, the BDSM, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, the gimp suit. Where I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this can't. I like it, it like to myself. I was like, no, bud, this can't be what this. <laughs> can't be what you did because it's like it's going that's what from, i'm like, saying if you look at in your mind beautiful and it would have been but not for there's no, no way they could have made this happen <laughs> when they're paying <laughs> salvador dolly half know. a million dollars no. just to be there for five minutes <laughs> then but all the fucking shit that they want to do like it's just I crazy know. well and that's where i'm like i'm like i feel like the big i feel like the macro stuff like the cities and everything because yeah. it's like we already had that technology, oh, so yeah, it's like, sure. and it would have looked beautiful. The spaceships would have looked sick. I, I think all the special effects would have been dope, but I think, I think what would have been tricky is the, is the costuming, is the set design. Yeah, and I think he would have, I think he would have done really well with the color palette because Hodorowsky's fucking yeah. beautiful. Yeah, no, dude, go, go best. watch any of his movies, and his color palette is off the charts. Yeah. Like it, it like works I forgot so how well. good, uh, dude. like Holy Mountain. Like I remember Otopo quite oh. well, but. Holy Mountain, I was just say I wasn't in a total no, normal state of mind when I watched it. And, sure, sure. Uh, but like you, it, you had some psycho magic going it, on. It, uh, it, uh, seeing clips from it and remembering 
uh, in this documentary, I was like, there's the bit when he's walking down like the whole like rainbow thing. I'm like, that is a dope set, dude. It is so cool. Like it's really imaginative. You know what I mean? And that's what's, yeah, that's what's really kind of great about this is like he really did have like this great because that's what's crazy to me too is like he apparently had the story pretty unlocked but he never read the book he didn't give a fuck to read yeah. the book but it's like but he knew the story he's but like the Betty Jesseret you know what I mean his, like well no, no and that's the thing he had like somebody describe it to him <laughs> it's kind of no, yeah <laughs> literally like, though literally. it's one of those like it's one of those like I never read the book his but stone it was, friend it, was like dude you gotta read dude what's it about dude, like <laughs> it it was like it was so it was so like drenched in him like and he's he's a fucking he's a wonderful creator and so he like basically the basically dune is just jesus so it's like he just took that and he was like oh okay i know how to do this <laughs> that's it you know spirituality i actually kind of so like, like his ending of dune a little bit more me too, too. holy fuck dude the, the collective unconscious becoming like, like fucking that, that just seems like kills himself. Uh, where that's he dies so cool. and like everyone it's got like kind of a spartacus moment but way more psychedelic where it's just like i'm paul yeah. atreides you know well and it's and it's sick because then paul becomes everybody and that's that's kind of what happens in Dune. He kind yeah. of becomes a space, a space voice. But, but it's like he thing. becomes like so in the like... sequels <laughs> that I've not read, but from what I understand, like a crazy god emperor worm through time and stuff. And it's like, nah, yeah. have him die and have him like that seemed like more right. of a good concrete ending if there wasn't more to it. Like it seemed like a good finality, yeah. and then Dune's got the plant land. Well, dude, the fact that the fact so this is okay. I wanted to, I would, one thing that's going to lead to another. They got the rights that uh, that producer who I get the French producer, he he got the rights to to Frank Herbert's Dune, and they actually they gave him the rights because they liked Horowski. They like yeah. they saw his work and they were like, oh wow, this is really cool. We'll like we'll happily do this. He's got a lot of potential. Hollywood, He's making Hollywood the shit. was trying to get it from him. Yeah, and they wanted to give it to somebody who would like handle it better. And they had a lot of the production already created. It was kind of one of those like it was a murky area where they didn't quite have the rights yet. But anyways, they got the rights to it and they they had it. And then this is how we got Lynch's Dune is that 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 producer Michael sold the sold his rights to it. So it's kind of this weird I don't know, it's like I want to look into it. That helps explain why it's so messy cuz right. the you know the 84 Dune or whatever year uh yeah, you know, Lynch's yeah. Dune like he even ended Ugh. up distancing him distancing himself from it. And right. that, that was one of the best parts of the documentary, too, because it's like, we love David Lynch here as well, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. But when, well, when Hordorowski was like, we they had did. to drag him to the theater, and he's like crying yeah. almost. And then he gets so happy because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. He's like, he's like, this was wonderful. It was awful. Like, I, I was know. like, yeah, that's that's how I feel too, buddy. <laughs> I know. It is a wonderful movie because it's awful. <laughs> I know. And uh, we, we, did a, we did a pod on that. So we did do one. The Dune. And uh, yeah. it's funny. I think that's a bonus episode, actually. Oh, is okay. But, see, it's on, but it is on the Pitch Patreon, our, I think. Though, get <laughs> your Patreon. You can go yeah. to Patreon and listen to our bonus episode of Dune. And uh, but it's funny because even he was like, "This is the studio that fucked this up." Because I know David Lynch would do better than this. Like yeah. he was like, David Lynch and, could do it. And, and I but like this is the studio like meddling, true. and so it's just like I feel like he saw a glimpse of like, had he compromised, uh, right. and come down off his high horses about like how he wanted his vision and how he wanted it to be exactly what he wanted, it would have ended up being kind of like this more piece of shit that he would not have been as proud of as he like he's more proud of it now that it never existed because he's like even him and his son at say at the end they're well, like this is yeah. the Dune you know he you could tell he wrestled with it with some, some years though you could tell it bo- oh, sure. bothered him for a long time but now he's like oh, of course no it's like. It died so that the idea could live on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we are Paul Atreides with our version of I, Dune, and it, it's, I wrote that. I wrote that down because I love that line when he's like, when he's like "The movie, the movie was killed like Paul," and you know, and so other movies could could live could and it's, survive. And, and it's like, true because it's like, yeah. um, even it's like direct and indirect. Like you can see so much of an impact of like you know what this had on sci-fi and through the 70s and 80s. It's crazy. Totally. Um, and it, it is hard to imagine an alternate reality where this movie was made, how that would have affected sci-fi movies instead of, like, Star Wars or something. You know what I mean? And then it's, like, Alien. Because, like, they even have that right. whole section that's, like, if if uh, Hordorowski's Dune ever got made, then Alien might have probably never got made. Uh, you know what I mean? Because it's, like, that if 
this didn't fall apart, then Dan O'Bannon wouldn't have went because he fucking wrote and did all the effects for who, Alien, you know? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's one of those things where it is like... Well, someone would have done something. Someone would have done sure. something. Sure, I think Dan, o- Dan O'Bannon would have still worked at something, but it might have been a different... It might have gone... If this had large commercial success and was a created film... It, well, yeah, I, I, think I, the like. whole, I think the whole landscape would look different. I think we'd see more so psychedelic, like, yeah, like so more psychedelic right. style uh, right. in our films, which I wish we saw more because I've been like, <sighs> I, I, I really love like a, like just a little psychedelic edge to like my horror movie or something like that. Like I, I really like that. So um, it's sad I that he, he didn't he didn't make a movie for like twenty five years. Every, so that's like every long. spacecraft in this. I know. Yeah, I mean he, but that's the thing though. He like. He did. He kept himself way busy because he worked on. Yeah, it's not like he wasn't doing anything. He produced a lot of stuff too, so it's like he definitely was involved. And like, I need to see his. I need to see his other films. I've only ever seen Holy Mountain and those are the two uh, big ones for sure. Those are his big mainstream, if you could call it that. (laughs) I know, right, right, right. Yeah, he, yeah, he truly is. Well, can it's it's funny. Like, I kind of forget that like this guy is not a not a popular director at all, and because he kind of stopped making movies sadly yeah i feel like that's a big part of it too if he had a larger body of work i feel like he might have well that's kind of funny because it's like uh been bigger i do think he has an influence like the little he's like a cult filmmaker in that way but yeah it even goes to show that more because like so many of the people in the documentary uh had like worked on the film or had some relation to uh Hordorowski himself but like the two dudes at the beginning like nicholas winding rife or however you say yeah. it, i was butchered yeah right uh, I think, and then um, Richard Stanley, they're just like fanboys, <laughs> like essentially, yeah. like they're just like uh, we really like Hordorowski, and we've also made some movies, and there it was very uh, inspirational to us, and uh, it's kind of funny that like they kept being in it because it's like I like uh, I like them both, and I was kind of waiting for Nicholas Winding Rife to show back up because he's like at the beginning, and then he doesn't, he's not in it again until at the very end. Yeah, yeah, right. His interview, but like. Uh, Richard Stanley uh, keeps showing it up at a ton of times, and he he directed you know like Hardwire, and then the the newer after this movie came out, he directed the Color Out of Space, the Nick Cage one, twenty nineteen or something, uh, which was really good. Is the Color Out of Space? I've, but it's just kind of funny because I, I didn't see that one. But I yeah. like him. He kept showing up, and I'm like, why are you in this? He's just like they couldn't handle it. The studio execs yeah. they couldn't fucking handle his big boy ideas, and I'm like, what? What is that? No, well, I like. I like. That it, really is it's just like. That really is like. That is heartbreaking, though. That's like. That's what is. we've talked about on this pod before, where we're like a studio. Rarely does a studio meddle in production for the positive, and this is definitely. This is like. This is probably one of the biggest cases of like, a movie. A movie that had a lot of steam, a lot of people behind it, and it could have been, could have been great, and like, and it. It really. That's what I think. That's what it's like. This this documentary. No, they needed to, they needed like, someone to take a, a take. The, they needed a money man to take a fucking risk on this, like like yeah. a big risk, and be like, yeah, you know what? Let's green light it and get it going and make it happen. Because now I bet you whoever the fuckers that turned it down, they're probably like, God, think of that movie. Like how many fucking huge names were attached to that and what it could have done. I know. Like, I bet it made it, like, the book alone now sold for $3 million at auction. Yeah, right. The production book, you know what I mean? It's just like. And I feel like, I feel like it would be, even if this was a a fantastic disaster, I feel like we would still, I hold the 1984 Dune in high regard because of its ambition. And And the the production design is fucking amazing. And the production, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so. They clearly, they clearly didn't rip off Hordorowski necessarily, but like it was, it was Hordorowski. There's still like Geiger elements, twist. yeah, right. There's totally. still Geiger it, elements yeah. to the Harkonnens and like the right, Fremen's right. They, like they, suits. They, and... Yeah, they. De- oh, right, and a lot of like For a lot sure, of that, like which it. is which eighties that kind of like eighties like. And that know, movie did it, like, try leather, to be like have phase. the psych. Yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> right. It yeah, did yeah, try yeah. to be like psychedelic and kind of like have the more. Big ambitious yeah. philosophical type ending, but but it that's but where wanted, it got really yeah. muddy. But right. uh, that's why it's like you let a guy like Hordorowski do it because it's like, who knows what he could have done with this? Because it's like since it was based on something, I feel like it would have been much more grounded than like something like yeah. El Topo or something. Because it's well, like, dude, in this, yeah. it's like uh, it actually has a co- very cohesive plot, and I feel like from what he said in the storyboards in the script. 
it mostly sticks to it. Like he he does like really kind of go crazy right. with the ideas of spice and the visuals, but he's still telling the story because it's a great story. Why do you think it's been around it for over fifty years? It's like a, it's yeah, a really great it. story that's more than just a like a fun sci fi story. It's like you know got a lot right going well, on. Well, dude, do you know what's cool though? He he his idea. This is in the bonus. So I got I'll post it. Uh, his idea for the battle scene was was it wasn't as long as the 84 or whatever. I keep saying 84, but anyways. I Lynch feel like new. it's 84, but yeah, I don't know. I want to say 84 just feels right. It does. Anyway, we could Lynch's, be wrong. Don't quote us. Lynch's Dune, uh, it has that It has that fight scene that is just rough. Painful it is, it is rough, to watch. It is so boring. Would so, Hordorowski so would have had a pug in it, though? But, like, that's, that's yeah, what that's I really true. do. That's the best part <laughs> yeah, of that right. battle scene. Right. But, dude, no, Hordorowski's uh, fight was literally all just weapons. It was all just watching the weapons attack with, like, all auditorial. And then the weapons come up covered in blood and visceral and organs and guts and, like, just a lot of, like, violent blood with just weapons instead of, like, showing a battle. I'm like, that's a cool idea, and it wouldn't have been that long necessarily. And so it's like, I don't know. I'm just like, God, it it was. This this movie does live in my head canon as, like, just being like, it would have been fantastic, even if it was, even if it was, as good as the Lynch's Dune, um, it still feel like it would have been the scene where they're in the storyboards. Colorful. It felt super cinematic because the way they, the documentary yeah. did it. The, uh, well, it's like oh, it went right, through the storyboards of of uh, Duke Leto's torture, and they're oh, like cutting dude. off his limbs one by one. Yes, and the oh, storyboards for that are so good, and the music. Yeah. It's like I feel like that, and some of the other like space scenes. I'm like, it really does give us a new glimpse of like, okay, like. Had this actually directed from this, like that's what the reason for storyboards are, is to be like yeah. this is what we're gonna shoot, and and, and those storyboards are like the, some dope. of the best ever. They're dope, like, and so I'm yeah, like, had like they pure, actually uh, just shot style. it the way the storyboards were, I, it would have came together. It would have yeah. came together. Like, uh, it probably would have been pretty messy still, just with the psychedelic yeah. element. But I I do feel like yeah. it would have been handled better. Right. Uh, than well, Lynch's. No, yeah. but that's I, why I, I have a hard time even calling it Lynch's because he doesn't even like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. it's not his. No, and that's the thing. It would have been truly Hodorowsky's. Like he would have. That's the thing. Which like he. I mean, he says he's uncompromising, and I'm sure he clearly has to make compromises. That's just how life works. But I feel like he's good at knowing his vision and articulating it well. Because getting something like Holy Mountain or El Topo to be made, even though it's like he still made those. It's like they're they're budget films that have you know a large production. And it's like he can work with people really well to get his vision out there, to get exactly what he wants. Because he never makes a movie unless it's what he wants, unless it's what he sees. And so I feel like he would have been able to do it if he was just given just the chance. Man, I wish I could go back in time and, and crowdfund this. But no, I'm, I'm actually really sad <laughs> I know, he, that like... 95-year-old He wasn't approached to do the... In 2000, when they did the miniseries... I wish that he was approached to do that because that would have been that would have been cool. That but that's been what fun. he was saying too in the bonus. I'll post it. He uh, <laughs> he said I should have done. He's like I was too ahead of my time. I should have done it when we do series. He's like now you watch because they that was the another big part. It was too long. Yeah, his the idea producers for were like it, it needs to be an hour and a half. <laughs> and he's like he's like well get fucked I, if it's twenty hours. That's how many hours it's gonna be. It's gonna be he's as like, long nowadays, as it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like nowadays there are shows you sit down and you watch a show. And they're 11 hours. Well, look at the the newest version of Dune, the Denis Villeneuve's version. It's two parts, about three hours each. It's like, you know, he's doing his six-hour version, which it needs to be like. Right. And actually, you know what? Watching this, watching this, as much as I love Denis Villeneuve's Dune, I am kind of sad that it's so muted. It looks looks beautiful. Like the world is It's definitely his version of it. It's his version. Yes, exactly. It's exactly what I would picture him making. And it is a... It's a beautiful rendition of like it's almost like it's like I don't know that that's how come we we talked about this in the last the, when we did Dune before because we think that Lynch's Dune has that like raw passion of just being like yes. fucking out there yeah. but it's a but it's a terribly made movie and where <laughs> this where yeah Denise Villeneuve's Dune is just the one of the strongest movies it's just kind of like. It's, it's it's kind of what you it's expect reined to see. in, but it it's is fine. Yeah, uh, like, I think it is very good and very well made. Of and, course, and I, but, yeah, it's beautiful. Like, but all it, the details, but it beautiful is, and the costume. I'm excited cool, to but, see because right. the second part of the story of Dune is where it starts getting real fucking weird. 
So I'm interested to see part two to see how weird he actually does get with it. I know. Because the first well, dude, part is very straightforward, so but dude, that in part's easy. In Hordorowski, he was going to have her, like, the uh, Duke Leto's fucking a eunuch, and the mom was going to get pregnant with a drop of his blood. Oh, yeah. And I'm dude, just like, yeah. that's so cool. That that's is cool, yeah. A, I forgot about that. Cool, I'm just like, I'm like, God, that is so cool. There's so many little details where he's just like, he would change something and he would tweak it just ever so slightly, even changing the spice to be blue. And I'm like, God, that's really fucking cool. And I kind of liked his, I liked his worm look. His worm like looked more like a leech almost kind of. Yeah, it was like I, flat. Yeah, kinda. I liked that more. I liked all of his little tweaks. I like his and tweaks. Because like, oh. too, it, you notice they never brought up, which is always like a big point of, con- like, I feel like hardcore Dune fans probably would have hated his version because it's like of, of what course. he changed. They've never, they've never been they happy ne- though. No, even they with, never even will. Villain is Dune. Yeah, they never, they never yeah. will. Uh, but it's just like he never even brought up like the shields or anything. Uh huh. Because it's like, and like you yeah. said in the battle scene, they're just killing each other. It's because right. in his version, shields that just complicates it. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, he, just I, says, he like, might have just the shields might have just been a mental construct where it's like that that protects you. Your shield is how well you are at battle. Or something. That's you why know, he like, says he literally is like I fucking rape Frank Herbert. I don't have this. Like this is <laughs> mine. Oh, I forgot about that. I wrote I wrote that down in my notes, and I was like I was like whoa, some choice words there, Brian. I know. So, that's that's uh. But I was like I'm like I like that I like this passion, but maybe it, I feel like he's one of those guys that like wash your window at a at a red light but he'd be like, like oh, Frank Herbert I raped Frank Herbert's mind I know like, he's a little bit yeah, crazy but <laughs> I love it though I love his energy I did too but uh, it's uh, <laughs> I don't know man like I'm just sad he I'm actually just really sad like yeah this movie's got a mythos around it I think it killed his creativity dude that's what sucks is cause it's yeah. just like I'm like what uh, think of all the movies he could have been making all the way through the 70s the 80s the 90s like he didn't make anything and no. until he was an old man again, and I'm like, it's he sad to see. He literally made two see... movies, and they're good, but it's like, yeah, well, it's sad well, to Tusk, see. Tusk isn't, but <laughs> what could have been, you know what I mean? So right, and not even just Doom, but it's just like, had yeah. he His had something else where he was just like, yeah, I feel like he was in love with cinema, and then he was like, the the industry of filmmaking and Hollywood is too oppressive for my blooming flower of creativity, which is true. Uh, so he kind of was like, you know, I'm going to go somewhere where it's not as like, cause you know, film is so fucking expensive. Uh, yeah. so he's like, I'm going to go, he... I'm going to go into a field. Like that's why he went and work on comic books and stuff. Comics, cause it's yeah. like a lot, well, like you could take a lot more risks. And so it's like maybe a better well, space for him. So I do want to read, I do want to read his comic. I want to check it out. So dude, I'm going to 100% check it out. It's they're all, they're all checked out of the library. So I was like, ah, fuck, I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it looks it looks really good, dude. Like I was, cause I was, I just looked at it online, and there were some samples, and it is it is beautiful. I gotta the get light, I gotta get back into great. comics, man. Back into I know, graphic dude, novels. I haven't in a minute. Are you uh, are you looking for? Yeah, I'm pulling. Do you want me to give you? Want to give you a quick? The money money minute is money minutes wonky on this because this is like the documentary. This is a nothing. It's a nothing documentary. Just interviews, it's like, mostly. It's yeah. interviews, so it's like they're they were like they're essentially free because it's like they just cost of cost of living is is all you have to really get um but it only i mean it, it says there's nothing no box office box office information i could find uh but when they when they released this it had a limited release it only made six hundred thousand dollars so do with that what you will who knows what that means <laughs> you know right they like yeah it's like i i remember this like this probably just I'm sure they sold this to like a streaming streaming network or something. Yeah, I remember when this came out, but only because of like you guys, like David and you guys. Yeah, like I don't remember it being like because it's weird because like you said in our minds, I feel like Hordorowski was more popular, and it's like not to not to our not (laughs) to our generation. You know what I mean? No, definitely not. No, not even. I'm curious because I Travis. Travis, like, I think this is his first one. Unless he's seen more. Actually, I can't remember. We were talking, but I have to go back. But yeah, Tra- Travis is, Tra- like, 85, Remind too. Me, <laughs> he's, he's all this older <laughs> oh, no. Old no, Travis, you're you're young and you're a young chicken, young hen, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. you're one of them young hens. Anyway, uh, I got some Reddits, and I want to say, like, uh, I have not read them. And I feel bad because they're, they seem, like, kind of longer and thought out. So I want to go back and respond to you guys each. Um... Actually, on the Reddit, I'm going to be better about that. But here's a, here's a couple right here. So, uh, AIM76 says, 
This is one of the most interesting documentaries I've ever seen. I'm a huge Hordorowski fan and a huge Dune fan. Perfect mix. I would kill to read the entire Bible of ideas he had. Also yeah, yeah. so wild to see its influence in sci-fi after the fact. This doc gives me major FOMO of a movie that never happened. It <laughs> seems so grand and would have been so wild to see how it would have pulled together. The artists he chose were perfect fits. Whoops. Uh, and Pink Floyd for crying out loud. <laughs> Salvador Dali himself yeah. and all the other greats that would have been a part of this is so exciting to consider. I love the psychedelic blanket he would have put on the film. I thought that was a big thing missed from the Dune movie that was made more recently. Exactly. Uh, I would have loved to see his idea come to fruition, and it definitely makes me sad to think we'll never see it happen. Great watch. Um, 100% agree with that. I do think that is yeah. the one. That's why I'm interested to see what Vil, because I feel like Villeneuve can do it, but he is so, like, such a technical guy. No, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, no, I'm, he, I'm he interested. can do it in his vision, and I love his vision. It's so strong. But it's just, it doesn't feel, it feels like I'm, it feels Nobody, like I'm going into like a. The first like half a, of Dune has know, always been easy. The second half of Dune, like nobody, that's where the fucking, the 84 Dune mixes up. That's where they all get messed up. So I'm like, because it's weird. It's uh, it's hard to adapt. To, that's why they used to say this is one of the films that can't be adapted. Uh, so, I mean, they are one of the books that can't. They always say that though, but. We'll see. Uh, so Clones of People 2 says. I'm a fan of Hordorowski. I enjoyed both Dune movies, and as a film person, I was excited to watch this. Style-wise, this was very well done, but also very simple. I think I'll remember the story of the documentary for much longer than I'll remember the details of what I was seeing on the screen. The animation of the storyboards was a really nice touch in bringing the vision of the unmade film to life. The ambition for this unmade film was limitless, and Hordorowski's enthusiasm in telling us his tale is infectious. He also comes across as batshit crazy at times, but he's a true artist, so it's to be expected. I feel that this documentary may have had a little bit of an unreliable narrator, and sometimes the way he tells us how the elements were coming together seem almost too perfect, but fits into the prophetic and mystical tone that he wanted his Dune to be. Honestly, I feel that in retrospect, it's better that this was never made, for I cannot see it living up to the expectations because... The 1975, the technology just did not match the vision. Maybe it would have been a masterpiece. Maybe it would have been a disaster. Maybe it would have been a cult film watched by stoners at midnight screenings. Whatever it could have been, I'm not sure if the film would have been as great as the sum of the parts, but perhaps the influence of the unrealized Dune is far greater than the film could have ever been. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, man. See? See, he gets it. That's fine. I, the, I, I, and that's where we are. I know. I like. But I, but I live on the. I live on the side of yeah. The legend. This I'm is. Like, it would have been. Perfect. This is another example of someone <laughs> saying in two paragraphs what we just took fifty minutes to say. I, I know. Yeah, but that's. But that's where. That's why we love. We love your followers, and that's where we. Uh, your that's why <laughs> we are the cult, not just two dudes. Yeah, it's exactly. all. It's all of us. Uh, I'll just read one more since there's only three, so then I may as well just read one. Well, here I wanted. To, I wanted to comment real quick. The. I would love to see his Dune. Can somebody just get the rights to his version of Dune and make those animatics? Just go through, clean up all the art that he has for it, and make those Dude. like even just making it like a slow moving animatic with and just, the story just do some voice, narrated. Some voiceover. Yeah, holy fuck, that would be that would be, be sick. Those uh, yeah. those uh, stock bros, those Wall Street bets bros, should do that. With the, know, with the right? Bible they, they like, got. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you really could, man. And, and I feel like it would be like, real, this This documentary is pretty underwhelming in its construction, but like that part of it really does splash well, some color. And I didn't really so, mention yeah. it, but the one thing I really liked about this documentary actually was the music. I thought the score oh, yeah. was, was really kind of, uh, it was kind of out there and it was fun for what felt like such a simple documentary. And it, and it fit perfect. It, it did. It really the, fit the yeah, tone. The it was like a, like a weird 70s sci-fi synth. Uh, a lot of the time, which I really enjoyed. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. God, I've been saying this for years that they just need to like lean into animation. Like, can you imagine how good of a fucking I, like yeah. hand-drawn animation? Dude, that's what I said. In my, <laughs> in my fucking review, or, I said I well, want this to be a stop-motion stop we'll with always, Phil Tibbet. <laughs> yeah, you want everything get, to be a stop-motion. Get Gelmo Toro, Phil Tibbet, and Hodorowsky together in a room. And just give them give them thirty years, and they'll make something fucking dope. Uh, you know, so who would? Uh, this is a random. You got me thinking now. If <laughs> someone was else was gonna make Dune again, because obviously everyone's obsessed <laughs> with Dune. 
I know. Yeah. Uh, if if you had to pick one filmmaker like contemporary, other than Denis Villeneuve, obviously, or Hordorowski or Lynch, who would you who would you pick? Because uh, I just thought of one, and I'm like, it, oh yeah, dude, he'd do it. No, you know who it is. Uh, either either Lanthimos. How do you say his name? Um, Yorgos Lanthimos. Yo- Yorgos Yorgos Lanthimos, or the motherfucker that did behind the or uh, beyond the black rainbow. That's what I was gonna that, say. Is it him? Cos- it's him Cosmos right? Cosmos Pantomos or P- P- Pantomos? Yeah, yeah, dude. He yeah he <laughs> the guy he did Mandy. Either, That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the Mandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either one of those two, because I feel like I feel like he, that Panthemos guy or whatever. He would do. He would make it the like. It would be the cosmic horror that dude. Pa- Panos, dude can be. Panos Cosmatos is the Cosmatos. director of Mandy and Behind the Black Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's dude. that's what I was saying. I was like, I would like to see yeah. his dude. Of course, we're on the same. We're on the same page on that one. Doc. For sure, Ray, but, but but Yorgo Yorgo Lanthimos would make a really fucking cool. I think he would make a weird one, but it would know. be more like it would just I be think, like I them walking down that. hallways. And just like, being like <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you do good. I think it'd be a weird one for. All right, I, I'm gonna read one more yeah. and then we'll do Travis. If, did Travis yeah. call? And I, I've been noticing. Yeah, he did. Travis has got a, a message. I've been noticing this uh, this commenter that you're about to say commenting more, and I would like to say thank you. Yeah, thanks to all I, I, all of these yeah, commenters. I've been seeing more often, so I do. Appreciate having more of this back and forth. That's why I want to go back and actually comment on your guys's Reddit's. I'm just. Yeah. Uh, we will get to you. I suck. I I suck. <laughs> we love. We love you. I, I hope you know. I hope you listen to the podcast too, because it's just like you know may not yeah. see us on the page as much as we'd like to be. But anyway, so Zan Pierre says, uh, "Just watched it now. What a roller coaster! I love the Dune books. A poignant end to what could have been. Uh, I have never really peeked behind the curtain of how movies are directed." Hordorowski is an enigmatic figure that really draws you in with his storytelling. Hang on to every word he told. Even though I believe there is truly is potential, we never could have known what could have been. Could have been a cultural anchor, a flop, or something in between. I think looking back at everything through the documentary and rose-tinted glasses decades on, it did achieve Hordorowski's goal of illuminating my mind and expanding it. Fuck, I have to give it at least to him. Uh, he can tell a story. <laughs> Thanks. Dude, totally. He, no, he really that like... The, my favorite part, uh, so if we're going just favorite parts, and it's like there's a lot of favorite yeah. parts to the story like every time because I'm a big, huge Dan O'Bannon fan. And so like when, oh, when yeah. I knew Dan O'Bannon was coming in, I got really excited. But the best part of the actual documentary is when he stops mid-interview to pick up that cat and he like flings oh, the cat on him yeah, and he just yeah. starts stroking it like a Bond villain and doesn't even yeah. bring it up and then just like starts it. And the music stops. Yeah. Like the music like... Gets yeah. the cat, puts the cat back in his arm, and then the music starts back up, and he just continues the story. My, uh, that's great. that's beautiful. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> my my favorite my favorite part of this documentary is how Hordorowski, Every time he'll say something, and he's like, it, it just like I'm like God. No, I'm uh, I like uh, you know I, I you know, and he goes no. He always no. says like no as like at the end of at the end of something, but he's just like he's like we got Salvador Dali in the room. No. No, <laughs> I don't know. I like how I like how he talks. I love that that motherfucker knows like eight languages, and he's like his English is perfect, and so it's like he's just back just and great. forth, and yeah, I know. I like all, he's just like yeah. no, you feel it in your heart. It's like boom, boom. Like he oh, just yeah, he's the he most was, energetic. Really, the fact that he's like eighty five years old in this documentary is blowing my mind. He is, <laughs> like, he's so he's so old. You should see him now, dude. I just. Oh my god! I went to look at his because it's like fucking Psycho Magica, which I'm actually probably gonna get into that now. He probably drinks the blood of virgins. Like, how is he he still? He's gonna live to be like 150. He's he's taking like he's taking people out and he's like (laughs) baptizing them and shit. And he's like he's like going out with people and like covering them in paint. And he's like 93, dude. It is. So he's basically he's a, just become a, a, cult, a cult leader now because that tracks. He is. Well, dude, and he no, he was a cult leader back then. Too. He was. Like, if no, you, he if was. You look he at his, was. You look at his history. It's like in the in the sixties and seventies, he got into like tarot and like oh, what is that Zen Buddhism? I know and him and, and so, his yeah, him and got, his naked son. Yeah. Oh my god, I know, dude. Well, now that makes sense though, because remember when we saw Topo and we're like, how the hell can you have this like this like naked ass young child on TV on screen for like half the movie and it's like and full blown like full it's not blown. like it's, just it's like nine-year-old cock like literally and you're yeah. like how 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 are you doing this it's well, a it's, it's a bit 100 financed it himself yeah oh dude don't get me wrong this is like i i uh i wouldn't well no i would recommend i don't know where i would start considering i've only seen these two movies but when i was going back and reading through his like his filmography i think like santa sangri apparently is like his supposed to be like one of his most like quote-unquote like like 
easiest stories to follow. Um, our, and the Rainbow Thief is like, those are probably the two most like digestible yeah. movies of his. But I'm also like, I don't know where I would start. I don't know if I'd want to go with those two. I'd probably, I'd say El Topo. I probably El like, Topo rules. Like uh, it almost won the it. poll a couple months back on the Western month. El Topo almost won. We, know, yeah. Or no, it wasn't even for Western month. It was like for weird what? psychedelic. We did like weird month or something. Anyway, but El Topo <laughs> almost won a poll. And so I'm like, it shows it's like, you know, it's still got its following all these it's, years later. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah. Uh, right, you want to do Travis real quick? Yeah. This thing up? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Hey guys, Joe Dorowalski's Dune was a fascinating documentary about what could have been. But Alejandro himself is what really puts this one over the top. His passion, inspiration, and remarkable storytelling would make anyone join his spiritual warriors group. I'd like to see that movie of him putting the best of the best together to join a project of a lifetime. Besides the producers involved, I was aware of the other high-profile players that had committed to this. But the one I had never heard of was the band Magma, which were recruited to play the music for the Harkonnens. I spent the last two days on a deep dive of their music, and it's amazing. They sing in a made-up language and play original, brilliant music. So if you haven't got into them, check out their songs Mahant, M-A-A-H-N-T, and Nebahir Gudat, N-E-B-E-H-R-G-U-D-A-H-T-T. It's good stuff. Well, my question today is one of fantasy and imagination, but warrants a serious answer. If there was some parallel universe where this Dune actually was made, what percent of your yearly income and savings would you give up to see it just once in a theater? Thanks. All of it. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for reminding me about that band, because I remember Dude. when they came up, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, and then I forgot Holy about shit. it. So Dude, I got I to go back and check them out. They are, they are like, it is, it's like, it's like the proggiest prog that ever progged <laughs> on top of like, on top of it being like made up. No, wh- like listening to it. I'm like kind of nervous and like, I like that. So it's convulsing a little bit. Yeah. Like, I got like, I got, uh, I got like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like, this is like level five. <laughs> like you can't, you can't start at this. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to check it out. Cause that sounds, that yeah. sounds like something that dick. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Good question. But, uh, I to see this made like if I could what, just be in an alternate and just, just see the film, I'd pay a good amount. Well, Travis, you just actually you jogged my memory. This has been a question that I've had forever since I was a very young child. I was always curious who would be the band that you'd want to see, living or dead. No, no money's asked. Perfect, like perfect venue, everything lining up, and then who would be like the director that you would want to see their make their like magnum opus living or dead. And that's always, that's always been my question. And this kind of falls in that realm of like, like I would to see this, like what would we give? Like would, what movies would we sacrifice? Like, would we take away like Godfather to have this made? And if it could live up to what it was, I don't know, man, that's, that's like the tough thing about it. Cause it, like, it is. I mean, art art is fleeting. You know, it's the the beauty that we get Sorry. out of this creativity. Well, it the, like it. I the, don't know. The story is almost better than what the movie could have been. Yeah, I don't know if I would I sacrifice. Like, I would definitely like sacrifice Star Wars or something. But I don't. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would sacrifice like Alien right. for Dune, even if it was how I pictured it. But just because, even though this sounds amazing, I think. Alien is amazing, and I think, well, and, I think and that's Alien more, has a good franchise, even though yeah, it's a little like, bit more to my tastes too with the horror element, you know. True, uh, that's just right, personal, right, right. but I would obviously love to see this. There's there's so many movies though that like I try to keep an eye on that came out before my time that like if they're gonna do like a re-release or like a Fathoms event type of thing where they showed in theaters because yeah. it really does make a big difference. Like there's like you said, there's so many bands where I'm like. Man, if only I could have seen that band live. And so it's like I try to go to bands that I like, even if I if it's difficult, just so I can be like not regret it one day. But I mean, I've been I've been to bands, and it's like it's been it's like the experience has just been kind of like forgettable, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. So it's almost kind of one of those like it's tough because it's, it's almost like, what, better like to live scenario? in your mind, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know. I I don't know, man. I would I would love this movie to be made, but I also feel like I feel like. 2001 a space odyssey is kind of like 
it's like if you mix 2001 with Hodorowsky, we could have had this movie. That's where somebody somebody posted on the Reddit, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, oh, you know, he, I think that Hodorowsky could have could have made this movie. I feel like in this in 75 with the technology we had because we were already making fucking beautiful sci-fi films. Yeah, you know? and 2001 is so. pretty trippy too. Obviously, you know, and they just got invented. They invented yeah. new techniques to make it happen and. Right. I feel like they would have done that for this. You know, they but then, would but have even made on, it happen. If you go watch Dan O'Bannon's fucking Dark Star, that has that has that has nuggets of of like brilliance in them, and that oh, yeah. was done before this movie too. So it's like and yeah. done on a shoestring budget. So it's like one of those like Dark Star. That's where it's Dark like Star fucking rules. I love Dark Star. Dark Star's a really cool. Dark Star's one that I'm like I kind of wish there was like it's already like sixty minutes or something. <laughs> it's already not that long, yeah. but it'd be cool if there was like well no I don't know I guess it's yeah it's good. It is really cool. That would be a good movie to get a remake from. Well, not not Dan O'Bannon anymore, Rip. But it would have been like cool if you know. I know Dan O'Bannon made one of my favorite movies of all time, Buddy. Return of the Living Dead. Oh, oh, that is his. Yeah, I forgot. God, dude, Return of the Living Dead is so good. Wrote and directed that. Yeah. Um, cool. Anyway, uh, you got anything else to say? I think we buttoned it up. I love it. Thank you, everybody. Travis, thanks for calling. There's a there's a lot of movies I'd want to see in the big screen. Um, oh, dude, so many, and there's so many movies that I'm like, I'm like, I would love to see like Kubrick make another film. And I, I know. Well, that's why I was like, I feel like if the producers hung Hordorowski out to dry and were like, "What if we? Would you give us twenty million dollars if we got Kubrick to direct it?" They probably would have been like, <sighs> "Okay, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right or something." Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Someone maybe, like, maybe, because right. Hordorowski was young, he's a young little pup. That was a part of it. It's yeah. like they didn't, they just didn't trust. Given all this money the, to such a... he wasn't in the U.S. fold, too. That was yeah. kind of... I know that definitely... It was a little bit of an outsider, yeah. which, which is, you know, lame. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, um, check this. Uh, this documentary is uh, a solid enough documentary on its own, but the story is fascinating. So, yeah. it, And it's pretty short, so it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you have any interest in film, history, and just pop culture of the, of the 70s and... Dune, like watch it. It's an it's an interesting to uh to muse on like how close this came, how they just made this whole thing on paper and how many great minds were possibly there is just kind of a cool thing. Kind of a cool thing yeah. in history that, that like happened, that so. that did happen. All of that really did happen. That's what's cool. Yeah. Even though the movie didn't you know, the reality of the it. Magic. There, but yes. Uh all right. So we're done with documentaries and this next uh for the I don't know how long we're gonna go, we'll see. But I'm gonna do. We're gonna do a different director like every week, and I'm gonna pick um, like five of their five or so of their movies to do on the poll, as I see fit. Probably ones because we watched some of them for the film club, so we'll see yeah, which right. movies get picked. But uh, this first this first week we're doing James Cameron, and I don't know because I posted yeah. the poll late, uh, kind of late again. We don't know what's winning. It's either Aliens or The Terminator. Term- so. Terminator, yeah. Stay tuned. Check the Reddit um, to see what it's going to be. It's pretty neck and neck as at the time, uh, so we'll see what that's going to be for next week. Fingers crossed for Aliens, because I've said before I've never seen it, and which like, is so we just, dumb. We you've just seen you. You love the Alien franchise, but you haven't seen that one. <laughs> I don't love the franchise. I hate Prometheus, yeah. but anyway. No, we've. I mean, yeah, we know we, we hate Prometheus. We we. We but hate Prometheus. For, for totally all our, homies, for all our homies hate Prometheus. We were there in Hollywood opening night, man. We were so hyped. We were. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, we really appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who contributes on the Reddit. Go to the Reddit. Get in on our talk with us. Tell us what fucking movies I'm at. Like, what's your right now? What's your who are your favorite living directors? What would you like to see more of? That kind of. I know. Shit, yeah, so. we got a post up right now about that. It's it's gonna be fantastic. You can uh you can financially support us on Patreon, which is awesome. We appreciate that. Yeah. Keeps uh, the web keeps the anything, lights on at the website. Anything I know, right? Yeah, we just paid that, and I don't even know where my money is. All the moths are dead in my wallet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we love you for that. And everyone who contributes, uh, follow us on Letterbox too. That's always fun to see our stuff. Yeah, um, you can if you want to call in and leave a voicemail. We don't have to play it on on air, but we would love to get your feedback and then talk about it on, on the pod. Uh, you can dial us at eight zero one six one three one five zero one. It takes you to like a Google Voice. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So all right, thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. To get ourselves a treat.